When I was approximately 15 years old, I attended a Church of Christ group, and a young man asked me if I would go to dinner with him after church. We got in his car, and he immediately told me he wanted to have sex with me. I was shocked. This young man was the son of one of the elders at the Church of Christ. And yet he was totally out of control. When I refused, he said, Well, I've got a rubber in my pocket. At that age, I didn't know even what a rubber was. But I knew what the Bible said. I knew God didn't want me to be committing fornication. Even if this young man was the son of an elder at that Church of Christ group. The doctrines of Christ on the subject of fornication. 1 Corinthians Chapter 7, verses 1 through 5. Now concerning the things whereof you wrote to me, Paul says, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication. Now Paul's going to tell us the godly way to avoid fornication. Let every man have his own wife and let Every woman have her own husband. Back in 1985, I was building an apartment on a piece of land in Clovis, New Mexico. The man who owned the concrete company came in my apartment to discuss laying a patio. He was, I believe it was a deacon at a Baptist church. I knew his wife. I knew his children. He approached me wanting me to have sex with him, and he said, God knows we need sex. I went and got a Bible and read scriptures to him concerning the subject of fornication. If a man has sex with a woman, the two become one flesh at the time of sexual intercourse. Paul says this in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Paul said, Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? And he says, If you have sex with a harlot, the two become one flesh. Avoid fornication, for every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. So the answer to this subject of you needing sex is to avoid fornication. Let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband. Looking again at what Paul says about sexual intercourse. The two become one flesh, even if you have sex with a prostitute. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 15 through 18. 
Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the member of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two, saith he, saith God, shall be one flesh. At the time of sexual intercourse, you become one flesh. So Paul says, flee fornication, verse 18. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. Today, because of birth control, many people think it's fine to have sex with whomever they will. But if you do that, you're going to become one flesh with that person. How do you separate the one flesh once you're joined? Death do you part. 1 Corinthians 6, verses 9 through 10. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate homosexuals, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God. Now concerning homosexuals and lesbians, here's what God says. Romans chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. For this cause God gave him up unto vile affection. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. Verse 28, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Now some will say they were born that way. They were homosexuals from the beginning. They were just born that way. This is not what the Bible says. In Mark chapter 10, verse 6, Jesus said, From the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. In Romans chapter 1, we read that they were turned over by God to do these vile affections because they worshipped the created more than the Creator. Since it is mentioned in 1 Corinthians 6 that the effeminate would not inherit the kingdom of God, I present this material for you on what God has to say about 
homosexuals, and lesbians. So you can know that in the sight of God, these are vile affections. And you must repent from it. It is a sin in the sight of God. And you must repent from it and no longer do these things to be saved. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.